This is the Ask a Death Doula podcast, a platform of free education on how to have the best end of life experience possible by knowing how to live your best life now. With experienced hospice, oncology, and wellness nurse, Suzanne B. O'Brien. and welcome to this edition of Ask a Death Doula. This is the podcast series, which is the OMAG Insider segment. And I'm so excited to have our guest, Lisa Zimmer, on this podcast. You know, I there's a whole list here and I could just spend all my time talking about her credentials and everything, but let me just share a little bit about our guest today. Lisa Zimmer is an internationally known, accurate and confidential intuitive life coach. She has been known for her insight, awareness, intuition, and compassion in her work for over 30 years. Her insights and accuracy grew upon a respected reputation that led to an international clientele through word of mouth referral. And this, I have to tell you that I heard about Lisa through word of mouth as well as being an Omeg Cider sister with her. Lisa is a published writer and astrology columnist. Um, I can go on and on. I want to highlight a few things and then we're going to get right into it. She does have a podcast that we're going to share with you. She has a book that has been great. She does workshops and she also had, and we're going to talk to her about this. She had a show um, and she had many people on the show that have been leaders in this space. And one of them is my, one of my all time favorites, Dr. Wayne Dyer. So of course I get chills thinking about that. She has done just numerous workshops and, and again, throughout years of her work, you all know that I work in the end of life space. So the connection to what she's talking about is so important, which I share about what we can learn from this. So without further ado, Lisa Zimmer, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Suzanne. Thank you so much for having me. This is such an honor, truly. It, it's my honor, but thank you for that. I, um, <laughs> I, I've really wanted to not only talk to you, but you know, have a session and work with you, which we have scheduled, which is wonderful. So Lisa, I have shared with you the work that I do at end of life and the fact that, that, thank you. And that the fact that doing that work has taught me everything about life Mm -hmm. um, in the most beautiful ways. And these go back to really universal laws and lessons. And a lot has to do with our spiritual truth and who we truly are. And I also will always share with people because I teach doulas now is that the what I call people get their spiritual eyes or their spiritual awareness at the end if they haven't been activated or living with it before that. And again, we're going to talk about children because we know that they come into this world with that beautiful uh, knowing. Amen. At the end of life, people, even if they've been raised a certain religion or maybe even atheist, there is a spiritual component that comes through that is the most beautiful and healing reality. And if you are privileged to be in that space with someone at end of life, your whole life from that moment on changes in in one of the best ways. So this is your work. And I just want to ask you so many questions and share with our listeners that this is such a huge part of our life's journey and really the mm. truth of it. 
Um, and so how, cause we're all seeking, we're all seeking happiness. Um, yes. and I think, I think we're going about it. We've been taught to go to look for it out there and it's not out there. Um, it's really inside. So we really want to help people to find their best life. And that's again, what OMAG insiders do as well with Oprah magazine, but you have such insight into this. So let's get started. I think you've been doing this your whole life. So let's start with that. When did you know, how did this begin for you? And were you comfortable and supported in that beautiful part of you? Because I know a lot of, and we'll talk about children in a bit, a lot of people get shut down with their, right. that kind right. of, so how old were you when you were, so, what did that look like? So I was raised by um, a father who believed adamantly in UFOs and a mother who believed adamantly in the Roman Catholic Church, Jesus Christ <laughs> and Mary, okay? Okay. So um, I walk duality and dichotomy very well. Okay. And I incorporate all belief systems into what I believe. So I don't, I don't you know, I would say, sure, I'm a Christian, um, but I also believe in Judaism and Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and I believe there's a thread, a common thread that connects all of us. So around seven years old, I started to learn to read in an accelerated reading class in first grade. And I was moved to the books that my mother was reading as her, you know, she, my mother was kind of ageless and kind of ahead of herself. And she was reading uh, uh, Dr. Moody, uh, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, Dr. Moody. Mm -hmm. um, and all these mind-expanding books. So at seven years old, I'm reading Jonathan Livingston Siegel and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross and, wow. and doing book reports on this. So the teachers kind of got mm -hmm. me in a weird, kind of took my mother aside and said, you know, like, what's going on? And um, it was a calling from that point on because I was never, ever shunted by my mother. My mother was like, not embarrassed, but it was like she knew there was something going on with me that she had to support. And I always, always honor her for that because she was one of my biggest supporters throughout my, in a very weird industry. You know, I'm in a very, yeah. in a flaky industry and not only flaky, but you see tremendous amount of deceit. And so, you know, mm. you know, I've struggled with that over 35 years of being in the business. And so um, I started it at 17 years old. I took a, a class at a college and worked with a mentor at that class and started doing work with her. And before I knew it, word of mouth developed and I was working with law enforcement on crime solving and missing cases, missing people. And I was 18 years old, 17, 18, 19 years old. So that kind of, I got to that point of about 19 where I like pulled back. Uh, went a little destructive, went to a little bit of a partying realm, still doing my work, but realizing mm -hmm. the two did not align, and uh, quit and came like full circle, kind of had this aha moment at 22, woke up, cleaned my act overnight, and got pregnant within the same week. Um, oh. But that was also a week after a near-death experience on an overdose of cocaine. So... Okay. <laughs> yeah, that'll wake you up, hopefully. So, like, I took some roads, you know, I took some paths, and I, here I am, <laughs> four wow. kids later, and uh, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to the life's journey, right? Welcome to life, yes. yes. Welcome to life. I think it's outstanding about your mom. Oh, yeah, she was, uh, she's a very, she's a very uh, 
cool high lady. Yeah, I feel because, her a lot. Yeah, because even when you're explaining, and I, and I, my parent, my mother was raised a, um, you know, staunch Catholic, and I did for a little while go to a Catholic school, which in religion class, I always had my hand up because it just, right. there was, didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I know the universal thread, beautiful, sure. but like the concrete. Um, oh, things. yeah, yeah. But that kind of, uh, you know, being raised that way for your mom to be open and supportive is so incredibly beautiful. Yeah, she I was, love it. She was, yeah. she was a really a new, unique individual. She really was. Yeah, you're really lucky. Um, and so even from 19 to 22, that's like a little blip. Usually people spend that, that whole 20s decades with those life lessons. But, you know, again, sometimes mm -hmm. it's uh, the harder. The, oh. and this is what, I think we want to share with people, and this I is- I had life lessons. I didn't stop. Oh, no, I know. It's still going on. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> they never they never stop. We try we try and, like, get them before it gets too heavy. Yeah, um, I think the, the worst of it happened then, you know? Yeah, the most intense, <laughs> yeah. And I think for people, I, I really try and share with them, again, learning a, the, from the wisdom of people at end of life, imparting what they believe the life's journey was about. And again, this comes from what are known as universal laws that we are all can, you know, connected to one unconditional loving energy that's non-judgmental, that <clears throat> every lesson was an opportunity for spiritual growth, even the, the hardest, even the most of painful. Course. And of course, you know, and I want people to know that, that the universe is always has your best interest, always. And oh. it's not, and if we could look at things like that, and I know it's hard because right now as a world, we're going through so, so much that's so painful, but those painful uh, experiences can lead to the highest growth, which we so need right now. And if we can just hold on to that, that it's not happening to us, it's happening for us. And I know these aren't easy things to digest. Right. Well, um, I I think what it is for a lot of people is it may be the first or maybe few times that they've actually encountered something they can't control. And so when you're faced with things that you can't control, fear sets in and panic sets in. And then it's like, okay, you can't control it, so what do you do? You have to surrender it up, right? So you surrender it up, but you're surrendering it up to what? A higher force, a higher mm -hmm. energy, a, a, the best of what can be. Because if we're perpetuating that worry, that worries what we're gonna see, you know? Yeah. So if we're, if we're witnessing the worry and we're saying, yeah, that sucks, but over here I can do this, or I can do this next best thing right mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. that's, that's the best is what you need to do. You know, yeah. it's like, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves and you've got so much, um, what I call BS marketing out there that has taken, you know, emotional health, spirituality, self-growth, self-development, and packaged it in these nice little boxes to kind of take like a little sugar cube. And I'm sorry, but life just doesn't show up that way. Mm -hmm. You know, shit, stuff happens. You know, things that are completely out of your control that yeah. you may have done and thought and been every right aspect of yourself, put out the right mm -hmm. juice and intention and bad stuff still happened. You know, you know what it is? You got to deal with it. You got to walk through it and you're only going to get to the other side by walking through it. So right. I'm, I'm a testament that life goes on, challenges happen mm -hmm. and it does get better. You know, and yeah. it's it better because of our perception. It's how we look at it. It's how, are we going to let it take us down? 
Or are yeah. we going to let it look, let us look at it as this is an aspect of our life, one little molecule of our life or bad action or bad behavior, mm -hmm. and then work from there. You know, we're such a myriad of energy and awarenesses and, and, and life that we can't really define ourselves by one specific, you know? Yeah. And I think we, we've become a culture of that. Labeling, yeah. titling, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, control. And, and marketing, you know, we're yeah. marketing religion, spirituality, left and right. And it's disgusting, you know? Well, so that, that's these, unfortunate. Yeah. You know, it, it is what it is. If it, if it gets people to open up, yes. But if it gets people to give their power away, no. You know, Absolutely. and that's where, you know, you know, Jesus upset the, the apple cart, you know, <laughs> there, there needs to be some apple cart upsetting. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's gotten out of hand. The marketing of spirituality is ridiculous. So <laughs> I love it. Everything you say, I, I totally understand and get. And I think it's super important to share with people that the answers first of all, controlling your life is like a joke because that's, oh. you can't, it's like trying to grasp water, you know, in your we hand. All do it. We all do What we know? have to learn, what we have to learn. Yeah. 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 So when you can trust in the universe that that always has your best interest and flow with it more. And again, that's part of surrender, um, which is really important, but you know, we're all taught from the very beginning is that it's out there, you know, that happiness is all, you know, either an achievement or a destination or, you know, when it's inside. And so when the world is spinning so quickly and chaotic and people are selling this to you, this, this magic, you know, pill and this, whatever you, you have to know that you have the tools it's a question of accessing them it's like well, a vibrational yes. level yeah it's a faith in yourself it's you know mm -hmm. i i i hashtag everything on my instagrams is trust yourself first spirit whispers because you know there's this mm -hmm. peace within ourselves that we're all divine awareness if we can just trust that divine awareness and trust me there have been numerous times i have not been in alignment with my divine awareness mm -hmm. but you learn you know yeah. you take a wrong turn and you turn the next way you turn right you know yeah. or left yeah. accordingly but yeah there's this piece of looking outside of yourself and unfortunately as much as i love instagram um we have to monitor yeah. ourselves Dangerous. on instagram because mm -hmm. you see so many perfect images that literally that person who has that perfect image may have taken 40 pictures to get that one perfect image. And mm. that is what they're displaying as their one perfect life, which is a bunch of BS. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we have to take into consideration reality, you know, yeah. is smelling that flower really beautiful. Drink that smell in, drink that yes. flower. Yeah. Take that moment, you know, take that reality because there's too much of, over here over there and it's you're missing now you know and and i think this pandemic was really wonderful in slowing us all down mm -hmm. but i also think it perpetuates a fear that we have to kind of say hey we don't have to be afraid we just have to take control of a new normal yeah. what does a new normal look like for us and yeah. let's take action instead yeah. of saying i don't know what to do we'll do something and yeah. see if that's the right something to do because right. something is better than nothing. And right. I really feel like there's this piece in our, our culture of 
of looking for something that to blame or something to excuse ourselves from when it's all about us and our choices. It's all yeah. about our perception. Happiness yeah. isn't, isn't out there. It's how you see what's out there. Yeah. You know, we can all look at a tree, but yeah. are you looking at God when you're seeing that tree? Right. Yeah. You know? Are you feeling the pulse of that tree? And there have been times where vibrationally I am, you know, eating really clean and like, you know, really much lighter. And I literally will like the other day, I looked at this tree in this park that I've passed by this park all the time. And I still always am in awe of it. And this tree struck me so differently this first time on this much higher presence and vibration. And it's so, and it's all about me and my perception of what was happening. Right. Which right. is, yeah, which right. is incredible. It is. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what happens to the brain when it's induced with, with, with chemicals or even like mm -hmm. uh, LSD trips or mushrooms. It alters the perspective. It alters yeah. the perception. It alters how you see things. Not that that's, I'm an advocate for that, but that's why people who have done that or have experienced someone's mm -hmm. death or, or had a near-death near experience, yeah. It changes you. It changes the chemistry of you. So like, you know, like you were saying, you'd never be the same after you watch someone pass. I felt that I've watched very close people pass mm -hmm. and it changes you. It doesn't, you can never look at life the same way. It's, it, puts yeah. a, it puts a priority on intentionality, on mindfulness. Yeah. yeah. It's like a new, a new lens that you look Authenticity. Yeah. You know, it's like, Which is, how do you want to show up, you know? And it's all about choices. Yeah. It's all about choices. It's all yeah. about choices. And it's all about, you know, uh, doing our work, doing our work, calling <laughs> ourselves out. You know, we have to call ourselves out. If we can't call ourselves out, we're not going to listen to someone else giving us good critique, you know? Just I, I, I think that's so beautiful. And I think that's so apropos for right now that what we're seeing, because, you know, we're all looking at well, what can we do to make the change and how can we help? And, and again, uh, the definition of insanity is the same issue coming up over and over without a different outcome, which is what we're seeing. But it first starts with you and me that I have to look at myself and say, what can I do to be you know, practicing that on a daily. And if I feel a certain way, which is what the awareness is, I have to look at why that is. Is right. that a taught, learned behavior that I have to really go deep and do right. my work to right. to connect? So it does start with you and me. And that's what's, what's being triggered. You know, yeah, what is exactly? And, and usually it's yep. our seven-year-old child. You know, yep. it's, Fear it's a need that wasn't met. It's mm -hmm. a misperception or assumption. You know, yep. a lot of times we take injury and insult personally, and it has nothing to do with us. Correct. You know. Yeah, I love that. So, um, and and letting people know that this is part of the whole point of life is to go through these experiences so that we can get to that by ourselves, realization of who we truly are and then that we're connected to the bigger picture. So I don't want yes. people to feel that, oh, because I had this happen to me that I'm no good or I'm so angry that right. I can't let that go. That's part of the whole process. That's life, baby. That That's is life. that is called, yes, you that know? is life. We're all in You're it together. You're have emotions. Let them yeah. come, let them go. You know, the yeah. beautiful thing about emotions is they always change. Mm -hmm. You know, if you can just sit still for a minute, you're going to feel something else pretty darn soon. So, you know, if you just, if 
you just kind of like work through that, you know, it's like, you know, we don't have to sit in that piece of agony. We really don't. It is, it is unfortunately a learned choice. Yeah. We yeah. learn it from our ancestral. We learn it from learned behavior. We learn it, unfortunately, mm -hmm. sorry parents, but we learn it from our parents. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, you have to look at it and say, okay, that's a family issue. I'm going to choose to look at that in myself and catch myself each time it shows up yeah. because it's, it's a reflect, it's a reflection of defensiveness or fear or yeah. inadequacy, you know? Yeah. And so I really feel like when we dig a little deeper and love ourselves a little more and don't criticize ourselves for having flaws, because we all have flaws, mm -hmm we move through that piece so much more genuinely, you know? We yeah, embrace right. life in a way that it's like, okay, well, I've been through worse, this bites, but yes, I can get through it. And, and let me preface, if you see beads of sweat coming down my face, I'm not having a hot flash. My air conditioner broke last night. I'm sweltering oh. in 90 degrees in, in Florida in June, okay? I'm so, so sorry. Okay, all right, all right. No, well, you, you would... I never you'll miss you. No, you would, you would, you would, ne you would never know it. Um, you're doing amazing. So one of the things that we've been doing with our support groups, which is so incredible, is like people are talking about when you know they're going, they're doing, they're taking care of themselves, and it's going well, and they're feeling great, and then all of a sudden something gets triggered and comes up and throws them off kilter, and right. they get so disappointed and so angry. And we've been saying instead of taking that route and wanting to push it away or get mad at, say thank you. You know why? Right. Thank you for reminding me that I still have attachment to something that's not serving my highest uh, and, person. And right. I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, to cut okay. you off. No, that's okay. It's good. I, I just, I just wanted to add each time that's recognized, mm -hmm. watch how much less it's an issue. Exactly. Exactly. Because the more we recognize the triggers, the more we're mindful of not giving power to that trigger. We it can watch them. it, we can be the mm -hmm. witness, you know? <laughs> I love my witness self because it's got a great sense of humor yep. and it can look at me really screwing up and it can really put me in my, my place where I have to humble myself. I mean, it doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm not like, like messing up left and right, but I mean, you know, I have issues. Yeah. So, <laughs> We all do. Hello. Yeah. But it's that witness self that can be a really forgiving higher self. Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's like, look at it as our guardian angel that doesn't judge us. Right. You know, it's like, it's like, all right, Lisa, you got to do a little better there. You know? Yeah. You, you slacked over here and you're doing okay over there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how I check in. Mm -hmm. I love it, Lisa. It's so good. <laughs> All right. Um, one of my favorites is Dr. Wayne Dyer. And I, uh, you know, there's so many beautiful people in the world doing incredible work. Something about him when he talks and teaches and the love that just is just oozing out of his, his voice. And it just, and I know that you've worked with him. Can you just share a little bit about your experiences? Oh, with him? he's a lady magnet that Wayne. Oh, is he? Okay. Well, I didn't, yeah. He's just no, love. I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. I should I'm only speaking beautifully of that man. No, I found Wayne on a bookshelf at 11 years old when I pulled out your erroneous wow. and started to read him. He became a silent mentor my entire life mm -hmm. from 11 years old on. At, at somewhere around 14, 15, I vowed 
to meet him. At around 30, I had a television show also called Unlimited Realities. I called up his PR woman, arranged to interview him, interviewed and met him. He was, it was like the highlight of my career. Wayne Dyer. Love it. So um, Wayne, love Wayne. He's like the Anthony Bourdain of spirituality. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, real, pretty down to earth relatable, you know, mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and from the heart. And I yeah. really, you know, his passing, in fact, I had talked to him, was going to have him on my radio show. He passed before we could get him on my, mm. one of my, one of my all time biggest losses. <laughs> mm. um, but he is such a genuine um, yeah. soul. Yeah. And you know, I see a lot of pioneers out there. And you know, like I was talking about marketing earlier, these pioneers put out information, they put out work, and I've also seen it snatched up by very good marketers, you know, mm -hmm. online. And so it's like there's a lot of regurgitation of the same information that was out there 30, 35 years ago. There's also a lot of information that is out there new with new people. So you want, you know, the Wayne Dyers uh the debbie fords you know mm -hmm. they're they're a very select breed i i i like to emulate you know the oprah energy and the mm -hmm. and and her essence because i modeled my tv show after my my soul connection with oprah being my female mentor silent mentor <laughs> but um you know it was it was that piece of wayne dyer Oprah Winfrey that mm -hmm. really helped fuse together, I think, my intentionality with my purpose and really helped yeah. formulate my business as I got along. Because because I start I was I'm a reluctant intuitive. I never set out to be an intuitive. I set out to learn more about my intuition and I was pulled from the class and asked to do this. And I said, yeah, sure, I'm 17, you know. So you know, I feel a little bit like the reluctant intuitive, but mm -hmm. I feel more like someone who could write. <laughs> wow, I love it. I love it or so much. Teach. You know, yeah. teaching was always like that was, I, when I was seven, I was trying to figure out how I can incorporate my love of teaching and my love of spirit into one. And Beautiful. lo and behold, at 17, 10 years later, God said, okay, how about this? You know? Yeah, that's how that's how it happens. What about so what about this? What about this platform? Okay, you're like yes. Um, the one thing I feel that the authenticity of Oprah of Dr. Wayne Dyer, you know, you you know it when you know somebody's oh, yeah. speaking their truth from their heart, it resonates on the deepest level with you. And so other people can you know share information and things but we know who again these absolute amazing people that are doing this work and it touches you it touches every cell in your being oh, yes and it gives you hope stuff. it's god's yeah. work like yours it's, it's god's, god's yeah. work you know and, and we can't have enough god's work that's right. workers out there you know right. because yeah look what we're living among i mean it's you know, I mean, I, you just beam your light, you know, when I'm looking at you, you're just beaming your angelic light to me. I mean, all I see is this, 
this angelic energy from you. So it's like, I love that that's the connection for us. Oh my gosh, I love that too. Thank you. That's so, that's beautiful. And speaking of what we're going through in our world, it to me, because obviously we, we do a lot of thinking about all of this and it's really, to me, it's unconscious versus conscious. And I think that we're seeing this great divide and awakening and hopefully these very difficult experiences for that growth to allow yes. people to individually awaken and collectively come together. Yes. Um, and so let's talk about your children's book or the book that you have, because I think, again, children are just the magic that is, and they are the promise. In fact, this next, you know, these millennials, not millennials, but the next, the graduating class and these beautiful people that the world looks. Oh, I know it. So scary to you. I said, you're the great generation. Why? Because you are going to change this. Yes, and thank you for taking, thanking for, thank you for taking this on, you know, yeah. for us, because we yeah. haven't done a great job of it. No, we, we slept. Yeah. yeah, we did. And we look did. What we, right. We and I apologize. Right. And I apologize. Um, but they will be the ones. So can we talk about that beautiful book that you put together just for this? Well, I've got, I've got, two books in a screenwrite that I'm working on. The screenwrite and the book are the same story. Um, the screenwrite, baby, baby, baby steps. The book, I'm 30,000 words in and was told I need to self-publish it because I don't have 100,000 followers to get a publisher. So I put it on the back burner and started to remodel my house instead for the last two weeks. But I'll Good go back you. to that. Then I have um, a children's book that I am working on. It's my son's story of his imaginary friend mm -hmm. and experiences that were quite godly um, and God-induced that I will, I will impart in the, in, throughout the series of, of stories. I don't know the age. I'm thinking young uh -huh. uh, because it is invisible friend energy. Sure. So, um, but yes, it's, so that, so, and, and the story so, and then I'm doing uh, eBooks for my website. So I'm going to offer very inexpensive, quick and easy eBooks that are going to give you information on spirituality, metaphysics, intuition, card reading, bada bing, bada boom, what, you know, whatever I can, you know, figure out to categorize up because I've got rubber maids of material I need to organize. And... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just need to organize it. And my whole house is pretty organized except for my remodeling projects. So I figured, well, when I go into the next creative realm, it's my book <laughs> and that. Um, so, yeah. So, I, you know, I'm on my website, I'm going to offer very easy because I think, uh, you know, there's so much information out there and I want to make it accessible and I'm not in any desire to be famous. I want to be living a comfortable life where I don't have to worry about paying my bills. That's it. <laughs> yeah. 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 I like that. Um, I, you know, I, I have no ego aspirations for fame. Um, and so the part of writing a book is a very long, arduous process. It's it so, uh, so yeah. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, the eBooks are going to be something I can get out to people. It's going to mm -hmm. be great information. It's going to be mm -hmm. information that people can download for 99 cents. You know? Beautiful. So um, I'm going to work on that as well. But those are my next creative areas. Love it. You have so much to offer. So let's talk about the children for a minute, because as you and I have both spoke, is that this part of us, this connection to the higher, to the oneness, comes into 
earth with us. Like when we're born, this is my belief system is that, and again, children are intuitive. They have that. Do you ever see the babies just smiling and giggling and they, they're so connected and so full of love. And then they see light, they (laughs) see light, they see their angels, they see all of it. And, you know, then as we grow and people shut it down, they shut down that part of them. And again, as I showed you, like at the end of life, that spiritual awareness, if it wasn't before it, comes back and makes an appearance and is the most beautiful thing. So I feel like for you, if we can share with people that that is a part of us that is always available to us to connect to and serenity, the peace, the comfort, the connection. Um, when, When a world is spinning so chaotically, that's our center. Oh yeah. So so where do we come from, you know? So where, where do we come from? We have to come from some source, right? We have to come from some element of intelligence. No matter what you categorize, and I don't care mm-hmm. if you call it share, mm-hmm. there is a vibrational mm-hmm. energy that has created us. Mm-hmm. We are not just, you know, figments of, you know, imagination. We're actually doing this, speaking to each other on a phone. We exist. This is an energy. Yeah. So, so when, when we talk about that connection and that, that essence, it's, it's something that whether you deny it, whether you accept it, it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Right. Okay. So you can say, I don't believe in God, but it doesn't mean that the element of creation does not exist. And that element of creation is what I call God. Mm-hmm. So that element of creation is in everything that's, that's got a consciousness, you know, or life force. And uh, it can be a thought, it can be a feeling, it can be an emotion, it's something that we are birthed with. So when we're born as little children, we are these, I love kids, okay? I have four of my own, they're young adults, <laughs> but I, I love children. I, I only see the light in kids, you know, even when they're ticked off, there's still kind of a really lighthearted, humorous piece there because they're really crying out to express themselves, you know? So it's like, as, as long as they're respected in having opinion, you see that light. And when you don't respect a child, that light is shut down. And so what happens when that child's intuition is shut down, that light is dimmed. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden, that self-confidence, that self-awareness, that, that self, uh, like, oh gosh, everyone's looking at me and what are they saying about me? I'm so self-conscious, starts to implode from within. Yeah. Because no longer are we trusting our higher self, but we're trusting everyone else's opinion around us. Yeah. And we learn that as soon as we get shut down. And yeah. that, that's, you know, that is a really strong beauty. And I'm grateful that that was never shut down. But I also was smart enough not to talk too much about it right. to anyone else when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> I kept I hear a you. lot of it to myself. I researched a lot on my own. I learned, I grew, I developed yeah. my own beliefs, you know, but but there's that piece of honoring a child's awareness that they are truly little gods, you know? And I don't want to exalt them in the point of you don't discipline them, you don't set them straight, you don't put boundaries around them or we're gonna have little monsters running around. But, you know, they do have this connection and awareness if you give them the respect for what they're feeling. You know, you go into that feeling piece. Well, how do you feel about that? Not what do you think about that? It's yeah. what do you yeah, yeah, yeah. feel about exactly. that? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I love it so much. And they're just this joyful flow to the children. And so, you know, it's just that that's it. And we want to know that 
people can have that their whole lives. It's just, it's consciousness and it's awareness. And again, when we talk about like the injustices that are happening, you know, children don't look at each other and, you know, think those things. They're taught those things. So exactly. we have such a responsibility of how we support our children um, that we need to bring that into our awareness now too, because of uh, everything that we're seeing. I mean, if we taught children meditation, if we taught them kindness, if we taught them um, just the, the tools that would serve them and this world at a young age, wow, we'd have such a better place, but we're, we're working, we're doing it. We're, 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 we're working on that. We're so working on that. And the piece that I might add is, you know, dads, you don't know the role you play in your kids' lives. Moms, I think we have a clue, okay? Yeah, yeah. Dads, you don't realize the role model you play yeah. when you are compassionate, when you're loving, when you're forgiving, when, yeah. you, when you nurture a child, when you get down on your knees, when you look eye to eye. There's this whole piece with dad because yeah. a lot of this childhood, what passes on to generation and what we're seeing even in, like, um, like uh, I'm just going to say it, even Nazi uh, mentality, is it's passed on because these children want to emulate dad. They want dad to respect them, you know? They want dad to love them. And dad holds a big responsibility here in little guy, how yeah. he moves through a very, very cautious time in our history. This is a really sad time for young men. My heart yeah. bleeds for young men. It really does. And, um, yeah. you know, it's, it's that piece of really looking deep within in mm -hmm. honoring that little child, in honoring the wisdoms. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, again, and we all have a responsibility in this so much. Um, it's our presence, you know, we're all, we all want to be loved, you know, and we want to be accepted and it comes first from our parents. And so we'll right. do, we'll stand on our heads and do whatever that looks like to get that. But unless right. it's genuine presence, right. real love, you're never going to get that. So I, I just really enjoy our conversation about children because um, we have to pay so much more attention. Oh the, gosh, they're, they beings. are our future and they, yeah. You know, out of the mouths of babes. Yep. You know, you know, I, I see these little um, these little prophets. You know, these little they are. prophets yeah, right yes, now. Yes. They are, and mm -hmm. and it's it, it, they are our change, and it's mm -hmm. you know we have to take responsibility. You know mm -hmm. the you know our generations because we did pass the buck. Yep. You know, we did pass it to our parents. Yep. We did say, here, go take care of this. We're gonna go party. Yep. you know yeah and and or whatever you know that yeah. was my experience <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um you know it's it's that piece of now we're having to take make amends now it's like oh you know we have to really buck up in yeah. regards to what we didn't do absolutely you know? we have to own that like i said i'm, I'm so sorry i am <laughs> so sorry what we did and then also whatever i can do now but also what we need to plant and the tools we need to give them to support them to, to do, to what, they do need to. what they need to do in the future. Yes. I know. I, I know. love it. I love it. Lisa, you have a, so tell our listeners where they can get in touch with you. And then I know that you do personal sessions as well, which I am so excited because I have one set up, which I can't wait. So tell them about the podcast, the website and how they can get in touch with you, please. Well, my, my podcast is on Blog Talk Radio. So okay. it's Blog Talk Radio, Unlimited Realities with Lisa Zimmer. Okay. Um, but you can find it much easier if you go to my website, 
Mm -hmm. So my website is lisamzimmer.com. Okay. And no, I am not the oil doTERRA lady. Um, she's <laughs> also Lisa Zimmer. Okay. Um, and also, um, I do do uh, personal one-on-one -on -one consults. And uh, you can contact me either through my website or email, which is info at lisamzimmer.com. Um, I'd be happy and would love to work with all of you. <laughs> Yay. I know, I know we have a lot of people interested in, in this uh, definitely area because it's so healing and it's just, it's world skills and it's just like life skills and it's beautiful. And you are such a great person to be able to work with. Um, we're going to put all your links with the podcast below. Thank so you. you're so welcome. Lisa Zimmer, I want to thank you so much for being my guest on the podcast oh, today. Thank you so much for, for tolerating all the sweat and everything. I really oh, please. <laughs> You look absolutely this was beautiful. So much fun, Suzanne. I just loved it. Thank you so much. And I Thank can't you. wait to have you on mine. <laughs> Thanks. And I look forward to meeting you in person. Me too. I hope so soon. <laughs> absolutely. Like, this 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 it'll happen. It'll right? I, I can tell. <laughs> absolutely. Um, okay, so thank you again, Lisa Zimmer, and everyone will thank have you, the Suzanne. links below, so please reach out to her, and I want to thank you for being a guest on this edition of Ask a Death Doula, and this is our OMAG Insider Series, so it's incredibly special. So thanks again, Lisa. Have a great day, thank everyone, you. and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to another episode of Ask a Death Doula. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a raving review. Subscribe, share, and send your questions. See you in the next episode.